and how important it is that we as Christians celebrate this day because it's not about our theology or beliefs, it's about really what took place and Easter celebrates. In the 20th chapter of John, we find a story that takes place on Easter morning. And Mary stood outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. And they asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, and she turned around and cried out in Aramaic, Serebani, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I am not yet ascended to my father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In this story, the Easter story, today we're going to focus on the important lesson we learn here. Many people in this world that we know live to die. Every day they live, they're closer to death. More than any other time in my life, your life, I believe, we're facing the perils of a time the death is at the door. You know it's death because there's so much fear that surrounds us. On this day, Mary also was facing death. She thought that the beautiful relationship with her and Jesus, Jesus and the disciples, was over. And she's at the tomb crying. Churches across the land of America have cemeteries. Spring Hill has one of the most beautiful. As members of our family, our friends, our neighbors, it is a place that we come and we mourn. Mary came that day to mourn. She was outside the tomb crying. A world that's living to die. But on Easter, something happened. People have tried to understand it, tried to explain it, tried to explain it away, pretend it didn't happen. But we're here to say something did happen. And it's not that people live to die, it's that people die to live. And that is what Jesus did. As she was there, suddenly things started to happen. This morning, we are gathered here in this place, and there's turtles out in that pond. <laughs> turtles have a shell that they hide in and protect themselves. Uh, is there a turtle over there, Sam? Okay, Sam's pointing at a turtle over there. We're counting him in attendance today, so understand we got one more. And our world is hunkered down in a shell. And Mary... Magdalene on his day was gathered at the tomb crying and suddenly she saw two angels in white 
one at the head and one at the foot of where the body had been. And they asked her, woman, why are you crying? And then she explains that the body is gone and she wants to know where they have put it. She was so caught up in her mourning, her sadness, she didn't see the miracle that was taking place. Then she turned around and there standing next to her was a gardener, she thought. Interesting, it was a gardener. Always thought is interesting in the connection in the Greek. It actually means gardener. And we know, of course, the original story. Connection. That Adam was made the gardener of the Garden of Eden. And here Jesus, the second Adam, is now standing there and she doesn't recognize him because death is death and life is life, but life is more important. If life is not more important, then why are you here today? Why am I here today? We can live in fear of death our whole lives. Or we can choose to live in the midst of death, claiming life. And so Jesus asked her, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? And she wants to still know who he is and where the body of Jesus is. Is and finally Jesus speaks to her and calls her by her name Mary and she turns and the resurrection is taking place. Now, now what does this resurrection mean? Think about what joy we have today here together. I know it's not the normal together that we're used to, but this is as close as we can get right now. And we are gathered here, driving all sorts of vehicles, all colors, from all different places to celebrate what we claim happened today. We claim the resurrection. We claim Easter. In fact, if you go through the cemetery and you look at the headstones, you'll see stone after stone explaining how our hope is in the Lord and in the glorious reunion that we are called to celebrate. Jesus is saying to Mary, I am ascending to the Father. Go tell my brothers, the disciples, I am ascending. And she ran to the disciples with the good news. Sisters and brothers, what would this world be without church? What would it be without hope? What would it be without Easter? This would be a sad existence and we'd be a sad species on a sad planet and a sad solar system. Easter makes all the difference. It means that everything we give birth to, our children, can live forever. It means everything we believe in, we can hope, is forever. We are not living to die. See, in that photograph this morning that I looked at of the young Jerome in his suit standing in front of an azalea bush there in Mackey's, North Carolina. My father, who has his hand on my shoulder in the photograph, he's gone on to be with God. And I was there when he passed. And my mother, how beautiful and how sweet and loving and caring She's gone on to be with God. 
and my sister Donna, who's only 11 months older than me, who only lived to age 27, has gone on to be with God. And for many of you, you understand what I'm saying. Mourning is real and sorrow is real, but this isn't about today. Today is about the table that has been prepared. Today is about the celebration that God has given us of life. We celebrate what this cross means and what the empty tomb tells us. The cross means that Jesus has died for our sins, so nothing separates us from the love of God. Sisters and brothers, they can't pass a law to stop this hope. They can't create a world that would take away this hope. For every time Christianity is persecuted or pushed down or people are ridiculed, we rise up even stronger because we are the people of infinite hope. Because our hope is in the Lord and nothing less in Jesus' blood and righteousness. I celebrate with you and your family this Easter. I pray this is the last time we have to do this on Easter. But I can tell you this, Mark my words, this is not over what we're going through. This is not over what is happening. The world will never be the same. It has changed. But some things never change. The one is family, never changes. Two is faith, never changes. And three, and you're going to like this one, Spring Hill never changes. Who would have ever thought? Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this Easter celebration, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we go to mourn, but we come leaving with joy in our hearts. We walk to the tomb, but we run from the tomb. Lord, let us claim to our sisters and brothers that we are dying to live an eternal life and every day draws us closer to you. God bless Spring Hill. God bless each family. Lord, keep it at bay. We paint the blood of the Lamb above our doorpost. Lord, angel of death, pass over us and leave us be. Let us live our lives in peace. We faithfully and humbly submit to you. In Jesus' holy, sweet name we pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed Easter. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you each and every one. And God bless Spring Hill United Methodist Church. Amen.